Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Andrea Gordon with Quad Clothing Company. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? I am doing well. I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Quad. How are you serving folks? <laughs> Quad Clothing Company is actually a designer brand. My focus is on women and girls, and I design formal wear. So basically custom clothing for women and girls. So what's your backstory? How'd you get involved in the fashion industry? You know, I've known since I was about nine years old that I wanted to be a fashion designer. My first sketch was in the fourth grade. I redesigned a poster that my teacher had in her room of Mickey Mouse in a wizard gown. And I thought it was just much too plain for me. So I redesigned it. And ever since ninth, uh, fourth grade, nine years old, I've always known this is what I would do. So now how did you kind of continue on that path? Like what were some of the activities you were doing? Were you designing your own clothes and actually creating them or drawing them and then started creating them? In in high school is when the journey actually kind of came to fruition. Um, I uh, started sewing at in home ec in high school and went to uh, college, uh, FIDM, as a matter of fact, in San Francisco. And that's where I did all of my schooling at. And from there, it just kind of took off. I went into the hair and fashion industry. And so I would um, do complete looks for my customers. And that's what I continue to do for today. So now what advice would you give a young person that, you know, maybe is enamored with fashion and they see it, you know, maybe they're watching some of the shows, maybe like the Project Runway type shows where it seems almost out of reach for a regular person. What advice would you give them to, you know, just start experimenting and playing and just, you know, testing the waters? You do just that. You you take the jump. Um, this is a rough industry and you'll get more no's than you get yeses. You'll get um, more negativity than you do encourage, encouragement. And so for a young person, I would just say take the jump and start kind of dabbling in what you love to do. And it just so happens that once you take that jump and you dabble into what you love to do by accident, it tends to develop itself. And it becomes a reality. And once you see things actually become a reality, when they're taken from a thought to paper and then from paper to an actual reality, then something else evolves in that in that moment. And once it becomes a reality, then you realize this is achievable. And so once you realize it's achievable, the rest is just execution. But you have to first be brave enough to just take that jump and just start. Now, when did you start having clues that, you know, this isn't just something that you like, but you're good at it? Um, I think that kind of happened a little bit later on in my career. I didn't realize how good I was at it. You know, I used to always uh, say I was trying to be a designer. And then my son, ironically, in the fourth grade, um, he had to write a report and he did a report on me. And in that report, he said, my mother is a designer. And I thought, whoa, 
he sees me as a designer. And so at that point, it was almost his words validated that, okay, I'm pretty good at this because of the way he sees me. I'm like, I'm pretty good at this. And I started to change the way I thought about myself. And then once I realized how good I was, then the rest was history. (laughs) I was able to embrace it. Now, do you find that people who are in a creative industry like you are um, struggle with that a little bit, that confidence or that imposter syndrome that maybe they are not good enough and that they need some outside person to kind of give them that confidence that to believe in themselves? Maybe they believe in them more than the person believes themselves. Right. Absolutely. You, you know, as creatives, we all deal with that. Um, you know, we get a little cold feet sometimes and, you know, the industry is really competitive. Um, so you do kind of have those fears that revolve around, uh, you know, your creativity, but you have to just like, like in anything, you have to find your lane. You have to realize that, you know, sometimes for designers, we think when we create, oh my God, this has never been created before. This is the best sleeve in the world. This is the best collar in the world. And then you do your research and you're like, dang, this collar was like created in 1800s, you know? So nothing is brand new in this industry. It's just finding your lane and where you're comfortable and honing in on that and not necessarily reinventing the wheel, but just making it niche based and really focusing in on how you can service that particular niche and those particular people that enjoy that niche. Now, when you were starting out, were you working for someone else and then you went out on your own with your own designs or were you always uh, kind of working on your own designs? I have always been an independent designer. And looking back, um, when I was in college, I had an offer to go and work for Levi. And I thought, you know, oh, I'm going to do my own thing. Levi is so boring. Nothing changes except the color. It's just jeans. And I passed up on that opportunity. And till this day, I wish that was an opportunity that I had taken advantage of because the road has been extremely rough as an independent designer. Um, I would advise anyone in this industry to get under the direction of someone who knows the industry and get all the training that you could get at ground level because I kind of had to learn everything along the way. And that was an extremely tough route to take. So now how did you kind of land in the niche that you are in now? You know, um, I've always loved pretty dresses, right? Um, And I actually was just critiquing all the gowns for the Met Gala. It was crazy. But I've always loved glam, old Hollywood glam, pretty dresses and all of that good stuff. But more so importantly, I love what feeling beautiful does for women and girls. And um, I've kind of, taken that aspect of it and really developed um, how the garment makes um, makes a person feel. And so that's what I specialize in. So although I love the pretty garments, it's really about how it makes you feel when you're wearing the garment. That's where the empowerment piece takes place. And then once you kind of um, capture how you would like someone to feel, then you design towards that feeling or you design something and then you kind of work how they feel after you've got kind of a basic design, like how do you, how do you kind of marry those two concepts? Um, in a consultation, once you, once I schedule a client, we have a consultation and I find out, of course, you know, where the garment is going to be worn to. Um, I ask questions like, you know, what are you trying to achieve with this garment? How, how do you want to feel that night? You know, wh- why, why do you think this garment will be the garment that will help you achieve that feeling? So I kind of get to know my client 
And then I give them what they want, but I kind of tailor the design to what I know they really need. And, um, you know, once you do that, once you understand your client and understand their desires and what they're trying to achieve, the rest is just a matter of putting it to paper. Now, you mentioned the Met a second ago. How um, often are your uh, designs kind of meant for an event like that? That is what I specialize in. So if you have a special event, um, Quad Clothing Company is definitely your go-to person for that event if you want to make a statement. You know, um, most of what I do is geared towards, you know, formal wear, the extravagant, the make a statement without saying a word type pieces. So um, although we do have ready to wear things that you can wear to the office and transition into nightwear, we really enjoy and tend to focus our efforts on uh, Met Gala type um, designs. So now tell us about that, this upcoming fashion meets food experience. I am super excited about that. Fashion meets food kind of came about because those are two essential elements. Everyone wears clothes, everyone uh, eats food. So we figured for National Food Day, what an awesome way to bring those two industries together, but to create an event that caters to both. So I have a private chef um, and uh, her name is Kendra Bates uh, from Honey Soul. And um, what we did was we collaborated um, her dishes with my garments or else my garments with her dishes. So at Fashion Meets Food, it's going to be a full experience of those two, um, those two essential elements. So one could expect to come in and have gal- um, have a gallery showing up all of the gowns and how the gowns relate to the food. So if she has, I don't know, you know, these chefs have all these fancy names. And so I I can't even pronounce the fancy names, but let's just say we have, I don't know, shrimp cocktail for lack of better words, that shrimp cocktail uh, will match with my red gown and my red gown will have some elements of the, uh, of the shrimp, you know, whether it be the cut of the garment um, or the color of the garment, somehow they will translate and you'll be able to merge the two together to see how they resemble each other. So it's going to be really, really fun and really interesting to see. And when is that event? That is October 24th, which is National Food Day. It is a Sunday, October 24th. Are there tickets left? Are there tickets available? There are a few tickets left and you can find those um, by logging into quad, Q-U-A-D as in David, clothingcompany.com and you can purchase your tickets there. Now, if they go to the website, there's other things to find, like is your Fashion Without limit Limitations program there as well? There is. Um, we actually always incorporate. I, I am really big on um, really including my special needs babies, and I always include someone who has some form of special need in whatever I do. And so um, on that night, I'll have a couple of my babies who um, live with autism. I'll have them walking for me that night. Um, they come from a program called Autumn's Gift, and that's autumnsgift.org. And so I'll have a few of them modeling that night, and it, it's going to be really fun for them. And I'm excited to have them a part of it as well. But yes, there is information on the website about them as well. So now, um, is the website the place like for everything quad clothing, they can find any upcoming events, they can find um, maybe some, um, some of your looks, just Mm -hmm. everything uh, that you're up to is is found on that website. Absolutely. And then, and then the ideal person for you as a client is somebody that goes to events, big events that wants to make that wow statement. Absolutely. But more importantly, someone who wants to discover their their inner and outer beauty, 
you know, um, especially mothers. You know, we, we have a tendency to care for everyone and we're the last ones to to get taken care of. And so really, you know, if you want to discover that that new you <laughs> and really make a statement, that would be me. So it, it might be the person that's never kind of worked with a designer before that wants to, you know, kind of break out of their shell and just really stand Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on all the success and, and the story is amazing. And the way that you're helping so many folks uh, around you in your community is really uh, outstanding and kudos to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And then that website again is quad Q U A D clothing com. Thank you for sharing your story. You're doing such important work and we appreciate you. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. 